Hey, Fire Nation, JLD here with a quick special awesome announcement. We are officially making public the first ever Podcasters Paradise Cruise. It's happening November 1st to the 7th out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. This isn't just for podcasters. This is for entrepreneurs, but we are capping it at 50 spots. Join myself, Kate, Andrew Warner, Chase Reeves, Chris Brogan, Chris Daka, Donald Kelly, Farnoosh Torabi, Jill and Josh Stanton, Omar Zenholm, Tim Page, Dan Franks, and Jared Easley. We are the speakers and the hosts of this incredible cruise. Again, this taking off out of Fort Lauderdale, the 1st to the 7th of November. It's going to be an epic time, and the conference ticket for this is 2K. That is it, my friends. These tickets are going to go fast. We'd love to have you register. Go to podcastcruise.com to register today. That's podcastcruise.com. Besides the presentations and the panel discussions, you, the attendee, is going to be put on the hot seat at a roundtable of speakers so we can help and analyze your business. Looking forward to hitting the open seas with you, Fire Nation podcastcruise.com. Entrepreneur on fire, 908. If you're prepared to ignite, then EO Fire and the webinarcourse.com is your fuel. 10 days to amazing webinars. Ignite. Wish your website was just complete already? HostGator offers site hosting and design and marketing services all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash fire in the number 30 for a 30% discount today. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Entrepreneurs, near and far, John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Will Henshaw. Will, are you prepared to ignite? John, I am. Pass me yes. the lighter. <laughs> Will has a 25-year <laughs> career as an entrepreneur, technology inventor, and number one selling musician composer. He recently launched FocusAtWill.com, a neuroscience-based music and sound service that helps you to be more productive in work and study. Fire Nation, quick side note, and I'm not just saying this, I listen to Focus at Will every single day. And if you saw that recent video of my Entrepreneur on Fire site critique that I just did on the new Entrepreneur on Fire, that was Focus at Will playing in the background that I didn't even know was playing because it's just so ingrained in my subconscious. (laughs) And Will, say what's up to Fire Nation and share what's going on in your world right now. My main focus is on Focus at Will, um, which is this um, it's a music and sound service that helps people. Uh, I'm really interested in working in things that help people. I'm, I don't want to work in, you know, video games or, or things that are that are distractions themselves. Uh, I want to, you know, I, I'm here on this planet to 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 help people do stuff that matters. And um, the reason why I started Focus at Will, and just very quickly to explain what it is, it's a music and sound system that plays different kinds of music that help you focus and concentrate when you're working and studying. Um, and I started it simply because um, you know how when you're sitting in the office and um, you know that you're just spinning your wheels 
And, uh, I, you know, I live and work here in uh, California and um, outside my window. It's beautiful. And there I am sitting there wasting my day. And I know that if I could just concentrate, just kind of clear my mind, get on with what I got to do, I could be out of there in six hours. And instead, I'm sitting there for, you know, eight hours, nine hours, ten hours. In the meantime, my kid's growing up. You know, my dog needs walking. It's beautiful out there. And the one thing you don't have, uh, uh, the, the precious resource we all have is time. It's the one thing you don't get back. So I just wanted to try and build a system that helps us be more productive, get stuff done better. And you could either use that to, you know, make more money by doing more stuff, or you can do what you do now in less time, especially if you work for yourself as an entrepreneur and get your life back a little bit. Will, a phrase that you just used that I love, do stuff that matters. In Fire Nation, that's one thing that sometimes I wonder if we really sit down and contemplate enough before launching into into launching into a new venture. I mean, there's always that next bright, shiny object, Will, that so many people yeah. chase because they think it's going to get them to that next dollar, to that next success, whatever that might be. Yes. And I've, I've fallen victim to that many, many yes. times. But the reality is, is that if we sit down, Fire Nation, and we just really think to ourselves, what is me doing something that matters going to look like? And then we actually take time to contemplate that. Maybe yeah. with a little focus at Will music playing in the background, that can be a huge help. And Will, we have a lot to talk about today. I want to get into your entrepreneurial journey and some specific stories within that. But first, we always start with what I call the one-minute mindset, which <laughs> is us getting into your mind, my friend, with five questions. So take about a minute-ish each to answer these questions. Right. Number one being, ideally, what do the first 80 minutes of your day look like? Well, I'm really blessed that... Um I live on the beach uh, in Venice, in California. So the first thing I do every day is I get up and I put everything that I need into a smoothie and it's healthy, you know, it's greens and it's, um, you know, blueberries for my brain. And <laughs> I'm still picking chia seeds out of my teeth from my smoothie. <laughs> and what I do is I, um, I put it all in my blender and then I put my shorts on and then I run down to the beach and the, the water's cold at the moment. It's in the 50s. Oh, yeah. And I, and I just do a little meditation. I um, stand right by the edge of the water. And then <clears throat> my, my meditation is a, just a generic one just to clear my mind, connect to source, to just be really present. And then I open my eyes and I wait for a wave. And there's quite kind of big waves here. Quite often we're on the West Coast. And then when I, I see my wave, I go, you're my wave. And then I am committed and I just hammer out and I dive into the wave <laughs> and it is cold and dangerous. You know, people die here. And so yeah. I am literally taking my life in my hands and I have to, I have to really wake up and be conscious and present and just be like, okay, let's, there's a riptide here and... And then I, and I come out, I'm only in for like a minute. I'm clenching I, right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then, and I hate cold water. I mean, I am famous for it. I'm like, oh, I hate being cold, but I have found this practice um, and I do it whenever I can. Um, just really, I come out and I have sort of been shown how insignificant I am actually compared to the beauty of this world that we live in, the planet and, and you know, Gaia or whatever you want to call uh, Earth. And then I come back, I get my smoothie going, and then um, 
get to work. Uh, you know, my, my day job, I'm the CEO and founder of Focus at Will. Oh, well, I can tell you a couple of things. I love the fact that you look at that wave and you say, you're my wave. And <laughs> Fire Nation, like, what can you start calling out and just making it so? So your subconscious takes it in too. And Will, I thought I was tough because I'm doing contrast showers now where like right. I run the last like 10 seconds of my shower, maybe 20 if I'm, if I'm brave as uh-huh. at ice cold, um, but nothing compared to what you do. And, and I'm down here in San Diego, so I have no okay. excuse. I could be doing the same thing as you, but uh, maybe, you're, maybe you'll inspire me. But Will, I want to move on to what you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I can tell you what that is. Uh, my biggest weakness is taking people at face value, just believing what people say. Uh, I'm not gullible, but I, I, I kind of read people's energy and... Um, if if someone's energy is good and um, they they I like them, um, I I tend to um, believe them or, or buy into their story. And I've learned over the years that that is a good indication, but it is not the right thing to actually to to make actions on. And so um, I have people that I I I trust him <laughs> trust around me. And so now I've learned to ask. Um, you know, you, you talk to people who know the people that you're talking to. Yeah. Nothing more important than real referrals from people that you trust and just having eyes wide open in these situations and yeah. trusting your gut and your intuition and your, and your instinct, but knowing that it's not infallible, that there in fact is going to be times when even your intuition is not going to catch that red flag that it really should be catching. So Really, really great feedback on that, Will. I really appreciate you sharing that. And and let's just move right into the next question, which is, what is your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? I think my biggest strength is that when I try and do something, I'm not aware of how difficult it is to do it. You know, when the guys got to the moon for the first time, the one thing they said, I remember them saying, is that we had no idea it would be this difficult to do it. Um, Glenda Jackson was a... British actress back in the day. And she very famously said at one point, she said, getting her first uh, Oscar was incredibly difficult. It was the most difficult thing she'd ever done in her life. And she didn't know what was going to be involved in doing it. You know, just the pressure and to be that good, to be that great. And then she said the second one was more difficult because she knew how difficult it was going to be. <laughs> right. And I've, you know, I've been blessed in my other life. I, I, as you mentioned, I'm also a songwriter. And um, I'm uh, lucky enough to have had a, a couple of big hits over the years, in the early 90s in particular. And there's a song I, <clears throat> there's a song I wrote called I've Been Thinking About You. The band was called London Beat. And um, it was a number one record. And I had no idea what was involved in actually getting a number one record together. And it was so difficult. There were so many hurdles. There were so many things in the way. And so many people telling you, you know, you can't do it. I know some guy turned down the Beatles, but trust me, a lot of people are in the way. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then getting my second number one record was just like Glenda Jackson said, even more insane. (laughs) Because you knew knew what we were going to have to do to do it. Oh, well, there's a couple of things I want to break into here. Number one, Will, ignorance is bliss in a lot of ways for entrepreneurs. I mean, we're entrepreneurs and we just don't know the challenge we're about to undertake. Sometimes that's a good thing. So Fire Nation, charge ahead. Don't sit down and do a million minutes of research to scare yourself away. Just charge ahead, embrace your ignorance and see what happens. And Will, this is kind of random, but do you happen to have that song that you mentioned uh, that you can play for us real quick? I think I do. What? You'll probably know this. Okay. 
you remember this one then, John? Oh, you better believe it. Dance club in the 80s. There you go. <laughs> oh man, that was good. Yeah, a lot of people, um, a lot of people were dancing to that. It was actually in, uh, in the nineties. It was early nineties. Early nineties, that's right. Because in the eighties, yeah. I was like seven years old, so that made more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I met someone the other day um, who who said uh, no. It was a it was a comment on the on the on the YouTube. And the guy goes, uh, he says, uh, my mom told me I wouldn't be here apart from this song. <laughs> <laughs> you are having an impact in lives, Will. Oh, your, your ripple effect is huge. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. Oh, so Will, there's a lot of habits as entrepreneurs that we adopt, but uh-huh. what's a habit that you wish you had? I wish I had, I don't know if it's a habit, it's more a question of the way my brain works. I cannot sit down in an office with a bunch of other people and be productive. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just not wired that way. Um, and I wish I could sit, I, I'm a sort of a creative uh, inventor. And um, things kind of, I get things in hunches, I just have a feeling, I'm like, this is probably it. Um, and then I, 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 you know, the, the, thing, the thing kind of appears in my mind. Uh, and then there are people who are able to sit with a, you know, sit with a design program or sit with a spreadsheet and kind of build things. And if I sit in an office, I'm literally, I, I, <clears throat> I can't, I can't think about those kinds of things. So I wish I could do that, but I've, I've learned now that, um, I'm best working if I don't have a, a sort of a thing to do per day, but more about a goal that I have to hit this week. And that might involve me having a day just out riding my bike around or, you know, hiking in the, in the mountains. But what's happening in my mind is I'm shaking up the bag, you know, shaking up the idea bag and I'll come back from it and I'll just be able to do like two hours of just solid design and go, Oh, that's exactly what it should be. Mm. So it's, it's, I think a lot of people like this in entrepreneurial, you know, we, we get funded and then you, you, you know, you have an office and then, it stops you really being able to work. And it's really important that you're able to work yourself and also people who work for you to create an environment that they can be the most productive in. Well, Will, I think this leads perfectly into the last of the five insights that I'm going to be asking you. And that's what is the one thing that you're most fired up about right now? It's actually something to do with uh, Focus at Will. Um, This isn't a promotional um, (laughs) answer to that question. It's actually not. Um, I've been really interested in um, helping people with ADHD. I have a slight form of ADHD. And there's a broader kind of way of thinking about that, and which is, you know, it's anybody who has difficulty concentrating. If you have difficulty uh, with your attention wandering – and many really creative, really talented people do. And um, we have been working on some specific kinds of audio here in uh, Focus at Will, which is aimed specifically at people who have attention deficit. And, and there's all kinds. There's, you know, you can go to a clinician and, and actually get diagnosed, of course. Um, but I'm actually talking about people who just um, can't really, they're very, very clever, but they just can't seem to focus without a lot of stuff going on. Um, and, um, the, the music that we've created is completely unique. You can't find this anywhere else on the, on the system. 
And if you're interested, I can play you a little burst of what this sounds like. I'm interested in being a pro power user. So uh, this is a little insight that I haven't heard. And I don't think many, is, has anybody in the public heard this yet? Nobody in the public has heard Whoa. this yet. This is a completely, you are the first person in the world to actually hear this. Let's do it. Um, all right. So this is going to sound really strange because it's audio specifically designed for people who have really severe difficulty in concentrating for any one time. And they may even be on, on you know, ADHD medication right. of some kind. Let me play it to you first. Okay. Can you hear that okay, John? Yes, yeah, coming in loud and clear. Good. So what you're hearing is a kind of a pulse on a drum. It's got a bunch of hand drums that are like, you know, congas and bongas and things in very specific places in the far background. And then there's this sound that sounds like... Blah, 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 blah. Can you hear that? That was really <laughs> a good one, yeah. <laughs> That's an entrainment frequency. And um, I'm just, I'm just going to turn it off. Um, it's a, a new kind of audio that somehow seems to get you on the focus train. And um, for people that this works for, I'm, I'm actually one of them. It's an extraordinary experience. You, um, you, it, th- there's no music in this. It's just drums. The speeds of the drums are very scientifically calculated, all to do with triggering certain brain states. And um, if this works for you, uh, and about 5% of our users on our system um, use this kind of, um, this, this is a, a new channel called Hand Drums and Hums Turbo, which is going live later on this week. Um, about 5% of our users use this all the time. There's no music. In other words, there's no, um, there's no melody, there's no harmony. And there's just this pulse. And it's a very fast pulse. It's about 180 to 190 BPM. To put that into context, um, you know, trans music is about 130 BPM. So it's wow. like half as fast again as trans music. And it, what it does is it somehow seems to engage the part of your brain really well that distracts you. And so I'm very fired up and excited by this completely new form. It's a kind of a new and notable form of music. You know, you know so much music is just... Um, it's, it's for entertainment. It's to make you feel good. It's to, you know, you know Snoop Dogg, Snoop. It just makes you <laughs> smile. I love that. But if you put music on that you, that you like, like, like Snoop, for instance, while you're trying to work, you're going to be typing a, a report to your boss and then you're going to hear Snoop and you're going to type Snoop. <laughs> I've done something like that before. <laughs> right? Again and again. So um, I'm really interested and excited and fired up about um, creating a, an entirely new form of art, which is in service to people being able to do things better. So this is something that I would love for you to kind of comment back on, because this is kind of how I took in what you were sharing right there, is that what that does, that 180 to 190 beats per minute for people that do struggle with focus, is that it kind of keeps that part of your brain that would normally be drifting and get distracted. It keeps that, that part of the brain busy so that it doesn't kind of drift off and, and take your focus because it's too busy being busy. Yeah, it's to do with evolution. Um, I can talk about this in, in fairly general terms and my science team are, are going to be looking at me like through the window just going, <laughs> hey, but 
I'm just going to ignore them for a minute and try and simplify this. Let's okay. talk about let's talk about you and me, John, in a cave drinking cave beer right okay. now. Yeah. So there we are. Yeah. Back in the day, we're drinking cave beer. There's a couple of really good looking cave girls outside. Nice. But there's you and me. We're drawing some cave stuff in the cave, and we're we're chatting away. Now, what's happening is that the the part of your brain which is looking out for your safety is um it's called the limbic system it's this kind of bit of the brain that's always looking out for you and um the the one sense which is highly highly activated in your mind in your in your brain is your hearing you don't have ear lids for instance so your your ears are always on and um so while we're in the cave um let's say we've got our backs to the entrance um we our ears are constantly listening for the sounds of bears outside or other cave guys coming in to club us, you know. We, it was a dangerous time. Yeah, those saber-toothed so, tigers are everywhere. <laughs> so we have this part of our brain which is looking out for danger all the time. And while we're in the cave, how long um, are we able to be in there before this part of our mind, which is going to be our brain just going, hey, you need to, even though you can't hear anything outside, um, you know, you should go check. And... That feeling, which is, hey, I, I know I can't hear anything behind me, but I think I should just go check, is something called habituation. And it's a response that all of us have. And it's the key part of the sort of the mechanism in the brain that, that stops you being able to focus consistently and uh, over a period. And for most people, it's about 20, 18 to 20 minutes. So you have an attention span of about 18 to 20 minutes. Look at TED Talks, 18 minutes. That is not a coincidence. Pomodoro technique, 20, 25. That's exactly, I was just going to say my Pomodoro is 22 minutes. There you go. So we all have this kind of cycle at 22 minutes. So how does that sort of manifest now that you're sitting, say, working on a, on a computer doing, doing whatever you're doing? Um, well, you will sit typically with your back to the room in the computer, just like, <laughs> just like in the cave, right? And, um, you'll be working away. And after about 20 minutes, your mind will start to wander and it's being driven by this habituation process. Now, it's slightly different for all people, but the principle is the same. So what you're doing is that you are looking around for danger and you're using your ears in particular. And we have figured out a way to engage this part of the brain. It's the non-conscious brain. You know, the conscious brain right now is me and you talking to each other. But if in the background you smell smoke or you hear a scream or you hear a big gunshot, you know, something happens, you, your limbic system, your fight or flight, this response in you will not allow you to keep on doing this interview. You'll be like, I can smell smoke. I'm going to have to call you back. That response is, it, we're looking for that all the time. We're, of course we are. That's our survival technique. But, you know, we don't live and work in those conditions anymore. We're, we are safe when we're working. But this part of our brain is still creating this response. So the focus at will technology, what we figured out is how to uh, engage that part of the mind using changes in the music stream. I say music, it's really a sound stream that can be music. And we figured out what to do about every 20 minutes to, to um, I, I nearly said to fool, but to, uh, to make the brain, make your brain not worry too much about this. Oh, there is, yeah, there's nothing outside, don't worry. So it's a calming effect. And our system, um, about half of our users on Focus at Will have found that they can, um, they can concentrate for up to one hour 
So we're, we're giving you three times. This is a, in other words, you can sit down and you can do a concentrated one hour's work without being dis- distracted about the 20 minute and the 40 minute time. About another 20% of our users have found they can go an hour and a half. So if you think how much more you can do, if you can do a solid, a solid stint on a spreadsheet or a design project or, or hit a, a, you know, a piece of code in an hour and a half about, and then we've got another 10% of our users who are amazing, who can actually from going from typically about a 20 minute, um, concentration period, they can go all the way up to an, to two hours, 120, 130 wow. minutes. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple of engineers from a, I, I can't unfortunately say which space company is, but there's a well-known uh, private space company in Hawthorne in here in California. And a couple of the lead engineers there, uh, and quite a few of their team use focus at will. And one of them, he's like, I can sit and do three hours on your system. And without it, I can just barely do half an hour. Now he's talking about concentrated work. Now. Right. He's doing the work before, but now he's just like able to dive into a project, really get going, be super creative, get it done. And then it's finished. Um, one of the other guys, uh, actually from the same company, he, he wrote us and said that um, he forgot to feed his kids the other day because he was at home working. And he looked <laughs> up and it's quarter to seven. The kids haven't eaten yet. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, what it kind of seems to me, and again, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but this gets you in the zone, so to speak. And, and maybe for one in lack of a better term, but one way it does that is when your ear lids, which never can be shut, when, so when your ears aren't hearing something consistently for a significant amount of time, that 20 or 25 minutes, then they're like, okay, go check things out. But by always having that consistent 180 to 190, your your ears are just always going to be like, everything's good, got it, okay, I'm fully aware of my senses and my surroundings, life is good. Yeah, um, there's, a, there's kind of two things that, uh, that's going on. One is the habituation that I've talked about, about this 20-minute window that we have. Then there's this other thing which addresses what you've just said. And, you know, if, if we went to the, to the swamps in Florida right now, there'd be a lot of uh, cricket and cicada noise. Yeah. And we'd be like, my God, that's, that is loud. How do you people live here? <laughs> and after a certain period, you don't even notice it. No. Actually, you will notice it if it stops. Oh, Right, which signifies that there's a predator out there, and you're like, "Oh, hang on a minute." So, the other thing that our system does is it, it sustains a noise floor. It does exactly what ha- what's happening, and your your brain is exactly as you said. It's just kind of giving it some something to think about. Um, <laughs> there's a beautiful irony about what I'm doing in my life now. That the first sort of 17 years of my life, full time musician and composer, I was writing music that I wanted your uh, your your full attention. Right. On. I've been thinking about you. <laughs> you know, it, it was number one in in like you know 40 countries. And listen to this song. It's with your foreground. You can't ignore it. And now I'm doing music for your non conscious mind that you, you really don't want you to listen to. <laughs> full circle. <laughs> and and one thing really interesting that I want to bring up, Will, is here in San Diego, we, we have a, an area called Point Loma, like kind of one of the areas. Yes. And I visited some friends there, and they live right in the airplane path. And so we have what's called the Point Loma Pause. So you'll be having a conversation with people like out on their balcony, and then the airplane goes overhead, and like everybody just kind of like simultaneously takes a pause in that conversation. And then the airplane goes by, and you just resume. It's like the Point Loma Pause, because it's right mm-hmm. in that airplane path. But it's so funny. I, I look to my friends that live there and I say, how can you possibly deal with that? Because for me, because it only happens like once every five or 10 minutes, like it's not that repetitive, like chirping that you always are hearing in the swamps that I understand why that goes away, that, that not noticing that. But they completely block out that random plane flying overhead too. 
it's a phenomenon that allows us to live in the environments we live in. Acclimate. Um, you just acclimate to it. Yeah. And of course, there's a whole other set of conversation and so around. Right. Is that good for us? Yeah. You know, is, that, is that affecting us on some sort of subconscious level? Hmm. I suspect it might be. You know what's interesting, especially these days when there's apps out there called Bedit and Sleep Cycle that track mm-hmm. how long you go into REM. I wonder if you could like pull a massive d- amount of data from people like, for instance, in Point Loma who are, are hearing that subconsciously all night and how their sleep is affected as opposed to someone like this not in a flight path and if that has any effect. So, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, we yeah. could, wow, there's a lot to talk about here. But what <laughs> we're going to do right now, we're going to take a little break. We're going to... Um, be back in about two minutes, Fire Nation, with what I call the lightning rounds. But before we do, Will, we're going to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. And with ZipRecruiter's premium traffic boost, you can get up to three times more candidates. Quickly screen applicants, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free and get 30% off your first traffic boost by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. When I launched the Entrepreneur on Fire website back in July of 2012, I didn't know a whole lot about websites, hosting, design, how to actually rank in search results. I spent a lot of time researching different options, a lot of time. And I remember thinking, why isn't there a one-stop shop hosting platform where I can get hosting, design, and marketing services all in one place? Good news. This is the place I was imagining. It actually exists. HostGator offers a one-stop shop platform where you can get everything from 20 24-7 live support to one-click WordPress installs, an easy-to-use website builder or a design professional who you can hire to do the work for you, plus marketing services to help with SEO and PPC. Yes, all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash Fire30 for a 30% discount today. That's HostGator.com slash Fire in the number 30. Will, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? You got it. What was holding you back initially from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, nothing. Um, When I was a teenager, I I must have been a terrible employee because I was always, (laughs) you know, I remember working in a burger bar just going, well, this is crazy because you should be putting that over there and then this till's in the wrong place. And then I don't think this price is right. I think your your fries are too expensive. I could just see myself working like that. Yeah. And um, I'd always, I'd always be just thinking there's a better mousetrap. I actually come from a family. I'm British as you can uh, originally, um, as you can tell here, uh, from my accent, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I come from a, um, a fairly long line of British inventors. My dad's an inventor. My grandfather worked with uh, steam engines and invented all kinds of things. Oh, wow. Um, so I was sort of brought up in a, in a, my dad's, um, home workshop had all these crazy things in it. And he was always, you know, doing experiments with things. So I think that's what kind of rubbed off on me. And, um, 
So the question actually is the opposite for me. Um, ask, can you ask me that question again in the opposite in the opposite way? Yeah, let me try that. Um, what was <laughs> holding you back from becoming an employee drone? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the fact, John, the thing that held me back was that um, I always thought there was a better way of doing it. And um, my my mind would never let me just sit and work. I would have been the worst employee in the mm-hmm. world. In fact, one of my other startups got got sold to a a big company, and I ended up working for the other company for for a, um, eighteen months. And um, it was just challenging for oh. me just just being in a place where you know I, I just had to toe the company line. So I was bad. I was bad too. You're the same too. Yeah, yeah most most entrepreneurs are. And, and I think if that, if you're in that situation, um, anybody that, that becomes, you know, there's this thing called handcuffs, you know, when you, when you're the golden handcuffs, the the secret to it, and which is what I ended up doing was just being really forthright with, with the CEO of the other, the company and just saying, Hey, um, I I can give you as much value as, as I can. Um, but I can't do it under these conditions. So, you know, it's all about for me getting a skunkworks team and just creating interesting things or thinking super outside the box or, you know, Oh, customers. Awesome. 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 Yeah. So just in the spirit of the lightning rounds, we're going to keep moving and uh-huh. we're going to, uh, let's keep these to about 30 seconds from this point forward, just cause you I have a, a bombshell question at the end for you. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best advice, Will, you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received is that in adversity, there's enormous opportunity. Change is always good related to that. In England, there's this saying which says, where there's muck, there's brass. In other words, where there's dirt, there's cash. And um, there's, there are opportunities available to us all that are right there, right, right on your face. Think about Facebook, right? Uh, social media. All social media is is an email address that allows you to do other stuff. It's actually just email. Based on the email, you can then... You know, if you see, know my email, you're able to see the other people that I can email. And, and um, so if you know my email, I'm just talking, you know, sort of um, operationally, that's how it works. And so someone could have done that 30 years ago, but it was the genius of, you know, Facebook and, and, and uh, you know, all the other social media systems that went, oh, yeah, this is how this should work. <laughs> um, so I always, I always think that when when there's a really crazy thing happening, when there's awful, awful things, like there's enormous opportunities in global warming, global warming, there's got to be. There's, you know, um, the oil crisis, there's incredible opportunities with, you know, new batteries, with new ways of doing things. Um, and um, so. Mr. Focus at Will? Yeah. You're not focusing on the lightning rounds, aspects of the lightning rounds. Okay. <laughs> Tell me again, then. <laughs> Keep it short. You got it. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Actually, there's a really excellent book, uh, which is written by um, one, of my, um, uh, one of my science team here, and it's called Driven to Distraction at Work. And it's written by a guy called Dr. Ned Hallowell. And it's a book about all the things we're actually focused, we're actually um, uh, featured in the book at a certain point. Um, But the book is not just about ADHD. Uh, Dr. Hallowell's a, one of the leading clinicians on ADHD, which is another way of saying ADD. Um, But the book is a really, it's got really awesome um, 
sort of case studies and advice as to how do you, if you're working in an open plan office, how do you do that and why? What's happening? Um, I found it fascinating. So Driven to Distraction at Work by Ned Hallowell. Awesome. Well, I'm going to take this next question because I want to brag about you for a second and I don't want to force you to do it about yourself because the next question is, do you have an internet resource that you can share? And I want to jump in here because for me, Fire Nation, that resource is Focus at Will. I can tell you right now, I get a lot of people asking for me to share what's what my days are like, what's inside my mind. The first two tabs that I open up every single morning is Workflowy, which is my to-do list, and then Focus at Will. I pin both of those tabs so they don't take up a lot of room on my Chrome browser, and I press play on Focus at Will. And I can tell you, I've been loving the acoustic. It's been huge for me, the acoustical. Loving it. But after this conversation, I'm going to definitely be intermingling that with the 180 to 190 <laughs> beats per minute drums. So focus at will.com, Fire Nation. Check it out. Shoot Will an email if you're into it and let him know where you heard about him and just that you appreciate what he's doing for us. And this is a free resource. I've upgraded to the paid version because I know how valuable it is and I want to support Will. But I mean, there's a great tons of music in the free version. So check it out, get into it. And Fire Nation, I I know you love audio. So I've teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book like Driven to Distraction at Work for free at eofirebook.com. And Will, I promised you the bombshell question, and here we go, my friends. (laughs) It's the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would volunteer my services for free. Um, if, I, if I've got food and shelter taken care of, I wouldn't need anything else. And I would want to help. I would want to find kids that need tutoring. I'd want to find local entrepreneurs that might need a, an additional, um, an outside view. Um, I would probably not um, create any technology or, or, or mess around with that. I'd want to go out and, and do the right thing um, and connect with people and just share, uh, share some life lessons that I've had in the last 30 years, you know. Well, can I bring this back full circle? Because something that you said at the very beginning resonates so well with your answer at the end here. Do stuff that matters. Yes. In Fire Nation, I love the theme of this interview. I love what Will's brought to the table. And Will, I want to end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Nil carborandum desperandum. I think that's what it is. And it means don't let the bastards get you down. You can bleep that out if you need No to. need. Okay, yeah, don't let the bastards get you down. In other words, there are a lot of naysayers. And when you're trying to do something, there are people who always go, what do you want to do that for? No, you don't want to do that. And just ignore them. Ignore the bad press. Will, how can we connect with you? The best way is through, um, I have a Facebook page, which is Will Henschel, um, which is very active. Um, uh, guess what my email address is? <laughs> uh, will, <laughs> will at focus at will.com. Oh, I love it. I was going to guess that too. And we have a, a at focus at will, a very, very active Twitter feed. Um, so through the social media is the best. 
Do you ever play audio clips or link to audio clips in your Twitter feed? Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, but yes. That'd be yes. cool. I just think that'd be cool to be able to like to be in my feed, be like, oh, focus at will, they're, they're testing something out. Just being able to click on it, opening up like in a new window and then that's playing as I kind of continue throughout my audio feed. That's just awesome. Oh, and by the way, here's a little pro tip. Use SoundCloud, upload this music to SoundCloud. You can, you can embed it in the tweet and just have people play it right from within their Twitter stream as they continue forward. Awesome stuff. Thank you. So Fire Nation, you know this. You're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with and you've been hanging out with Will of Focus at Will and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Will in our search bar. His show notes page will pop right up and it's going to give you his email, will at focusatwill.com. If you're listening to this Fire Nation and you want to reach out because it's resonated with you, shoot him an email. He gave his email address for a reason. Twitter, at Focus at Will. And Will, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, John, I, I just thought I'd mention, um, I really enjoyed this interview and uh, wanted to make an offer and say, um, how about a special 20% off deal for Focus at Will uh, subscriptions for listeners of Fire Nation? Why not? Uh, that'd be awesome. We love the promo code FIRE or anything of the sense. <laughs> There'll be a link. I'll send you the link. Awesome. Well, Fire Nation is going to be in the show notes page. Um, Will's going to get that over to me and 20% off to get your focus at Will. And uh, thanks again, Will. You're a champion and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, John. Today's show is brought to you by our longtime sponsor, 99designs. 99designs is entrepreneur's number one choice for quality graphic design. To get your logo, business card, mobile app, or website, visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.